Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Good evening. Welcome to the December 26th edition of Daily Talk. Researcher 135's community call on www.talkshoe.com with your host, Rich Bernardo. I want to welcome everyone to the show tonight. We're having an exciting return guest tonight. Gwendolyn Rose will be making her third appearance on my show, and she's going to have a lot to talk to us about. I want to remind everyone that uh, next uh, week, January the 2nd, uh, the guest is going to be Sonia Evans. Then on January 9th, Jake Carter, uh, the JFK researcher who's an author of uh, a book uh, on the JFK assassination called Before History Does, Jake Carter and Gail Nix-Jackson are going to be returning on January 9th. Welcome to the show, Central Illinois. How are you tonight? I'm fine. How are you, Rich? Oh, I'm doing great. And I see that we have someone else entering the chat room now. And uh, perhaps they will also call in a moment. Our guest uh, tonight, Gwendolyn Rose, should be showing up very soon also. And she's going to have a lot to tell us about a lot of different things. It's going to be kind of a how-to show. Hello, uh, uh, Greg. Good evening. Yeah, hi. How are you? Doing great. And how are you doing tonight? Excellent. Excellent. Looking forward to it. Yes, it's going to be an exciting show. Gwendolyn Rose is returning tonight for her third appearance. And uh, those of you who listen to the show recall she was on the show a few weeks back, maybe even a couple of months ago now, and then she was on back in April. Uh, so she's been on twice before this, and those were fantastic shows. Gwendolyn Rose is, is a wonderful lady, and she has lots of neat things to tell us and teach us about. So be sure and have your questions ready and your comments ready, because she's going to have a lot to uh, to tell us tonight, and it's going to be an exciting show. Fantastic. Wimbledon is a past life regressionist. <clears throat> and she'll be telling us about uh, 5D and a lot of different things tonight that uh, I can't wait until she gets here. Her previous two shows were very enlightening. She's been a major influence on a lot of people. Greg, I take it you also are acquainted with Wendelin. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. In fact, um She's recommended that I contact you a few times, and I think I'm about ready to do that about doing the show. So, Well, that would be great, too. Uh, I'm always looking for new guests, and I would very much uh, look forward to having you uh, on my show. In fact, if you'd like, while we wait for Gwendolyn to arrive, you can tell me a little about uh, yourself. Sure, if you don't mind. Um, yes, go ahead. Oh, for the last few years, I've been working with Benjamin Franklin. I channel Benjamin Franklin, and, and I believe that I was him in a past life. Uh-huh. And we're work, we're working on writing books together, and um, also we're going to be getting a a uh, workshop, an online call in workshop based on his book called uh, The Way to Wealth, and it's going to be an updated version of that, and it'll be live with me channeling Benjamin Franklin in it. So. Um, we're, we're starting to come out. We've been sort of doing a lot of things behind the scenes for a long time, and it's starting to come together. So I just like wanted to talk to you about different ways that I could bring that out on your show and ideas that you have, um, you know, for getting that across. Well, that would be that'd be fantastic. And yes, we can absolutely work out something. In fact, I've got several. Uh, Shows open during February. Uh, okay. The only show that's already scheduled right now is the February 6th. I have a guest for that. So, Greg, you're welcome to get with me between now and February, yeah. and uh, you're welcome to, to be on any Saturday night in February after the 6th. Okay. I'll contact you uh, this coming week. I've got, um, I think I've got your contact info through Facebook, et cetera. So, that I would be absolutely fantastic. That would be fantastic. <clears throat> 
Great. Now, you say you've written some stuff. Tell us a little about what you've, what all you have written so far. Um, boy, he started dictating a few different books, and, and there's a few that are in progress. And um, one is a book that is written, he, he really wants to talk about, address politics and economics and, and things that he addressed in his life, you know, that, that everyone knew him as. And so one is a book for politicians called For Those Who Desire to Serve, and then another will be a book for citizens on how they look at their government and voting and things like that. And then there's another, we're going to rewrite The Way to Wealth, and that's going to be from these phone calls that I do, these workshops that I do. Because each, uh, each time he does a workshop, he brings in new information, and also people ask him questions. And um, we've also done a fair amount of question and answer, which I think would be good for the radio, because he loves to answer questions of all kinds from people, whether they're political questions or even spiritual questions. And um, I've just been amazed with the work we've done with him, having him, people interview him, um, just what he's come up with, just the breadth of, of knowledge that he has. And it's, I'm just really looking forward to I bet he's just horrified at the politics of today, isn't he? Well, not as much as you'd think. Huh. Yeah, he's always said this. You think this is terrible. He says it's been worse. Um, but but there are some some flaws in the system that are being exploited, and he's you know he he really defends what they created back then, and he defends the flexibility of it and says we're not using the flexibility of it enough to make it work in our times and things are getting well, that way. Greg, uh, I want to thank you very much for uh, filling us in, and guess what, Gwendolyn is here now. Welcome, Gwendolyn Rose, to the show. Well, hi, Rich. Happy New Year to everyone. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year. Thank you. Well, Wendy, tell us a little bit about how to connect with the Spirit. Well, what what I learned over the last few years, and it's just been deeply satisfying, I learned first to connect specifically with my Spirit Guides through um, a wonderful psychic um, named Darcy Pariso, who interestingly happened to be your guest last week. And yes, she was my guest last week, yes. Yes, and she did a wonderful reading for me and noticed that there just was a plethora of guides coming in trying to get my attention, and I could sense something supportive going on around me, but I didn't know quite what was happening. And Darcy was able to help me sort that out and just see um, the ancestors um, that were around me was who was initially connecting. So that was very, very helpful, and she also taught me how to use oracle cards, and I originally worked with Doreen Virtue's um, Healing with the Angels oracle cards, and would just start um, working to connect that way to spirit, and I would literally use the cards to get answers because I couldn't, I couldn't yet have the conversations myself, and I couldn't keep running to um, Darcy or another psychic every time I wanted to connect. I was very motivated to learn how to do it myself. And, Gwendolyn, we have another caller from Washington. Good evening, Washington. Good evening. This is Darcy. Oh, hi, Darcy. Darcy. We were just talking about you. Gwendolyn was just (laughs) commenting on you. Yeah, right right on cue. I was explaining how you helped me connect and find my guides, my spirit guides originally. Oh, I remember that. We've had many great experiences over the years. <laughs> yeah. If you have any comments yeah. or questions for Gwendolyn tonight, she'd be more than happy to answer them, Darcy. <laughs> Gwendolyn, how did you first learn to hear your spirit guides? Um, a portion of it came through working with, with Darcy, as I said, and then working with Oracle cards. And then another big puzzle piece, clicked in um, literally with the shift and the end of that um, Mayan long calendar on December 21st, 2012. And I had a friend who went to Chichen Itza and he was there and it was just a very powerful event from um, the reports from everyone who was able to attend. And just that on that day and on that moment, I was at work and 
all of a sudden on lunch break, I could suddenly hear my guides. Previously, it had been me trying to connect, and it was like it felt like a one-way conversation where I was trying to go out and trying to hear and, and connect back with them, but I suddenly could clearly um, hear them communicating. So that was that was an awesome, wonderful moment. If I'm not mistaken, Gwendolyn, we have a mutual friend, Lawrence Sonato, who was there at, on that date. Is that correct? Yes. 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 Gwendolyn, do you feel everyone has guides and uh, is capable of reaching them? Uh, yes to both, Rich. I, I truly believe, I, I know everyone has guides. And I know it can be quite frustrating um, trying to reach them if you don't feel like you're hearing them or perceiving them. But I do want to reassure everyone, we are all very loved and very supported. And my belief is there's an average of 32 um, beings of light around us. Um, I was taught that by a spiritual teacher, and I very much agree with it. And what I've learned, um, like many things, is there's simply a learning curve. And if you can just visualize your guides, trust that what little tiny subtle information that you begin to perceive in the beginning is real and just act as if you are reaching them, hearing them, and just start taking some of it on faith, it makes a huge difference. And then things can start to open um, for you and you really can move forward. It increases the energy level, and the connectivity happens more quickly when you act as if. Yes, yes, you're 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 right on. It's just it's just like athletes being able to visualize is the first step in being able to complete that marathon or jump that high jump or whatever um, the activity is. Gwendolyn, could you tell us uh, what types of guides are there? Sure, um, and I'd love it if anybody else um, would like to chime in. The ones I'm familiar with are ancestors, you know, might be grandparents, aunts, uncles, siblings, whoever's passed over um, before us. And I have the good fortune of having all four grandparents and one of my aunts with me. Those were the, the preliminary um, guides that Darcy found with me. Also, totem animals. Um, animals can be so important, and if you just feel a real affinity for whether it's a bear or a lion or an elephant or a raccoon, whatever it might be that you're drawn to and just keep noticing, that very likely um, is a guide for you as a totem animal. Um, There's also gods and goddesses, uh, angels and archangels, ascended masters um, like Mother Mary, uh, Yeshua, Mary Magdalene, and also galactic beings. our galactic family that that some refer to as um, ETs. I'm not super fond of um, the ET term. I prefer to say galactic beings. I believe in a past show you have referred to a galactic being. Is Ashtar the name? Yes, yes. So that's that's one um, that I work with, for example, Ashtar from the Ashtar Command, who has a very benevolent um, function of of taking care of a lot of humanity um, from a safety standpoint. Greg, I think you have had direct contact that you were talking earlier with Benjamin Franklin. And Greg is going to be on the show in February to tell us even more about that. Yes, my my Ben Franklin is one of my guides. I have many similar guides, kind of how uh, Gwendolyn described it. But Benjamin was one of my first guides, and, um, you know, we did a number of a fair amount of work with different regressionists, including Wendy, on really seeing if, if I am his reincarnation. And uh, it's kind of a, a, an unusual thing to accept. And with the work I've done with different folks, it's I'm pretty much convinced that I am. But the more work I do in these quantum areas, the more I'm convinced that anything we perceive out there are potentials and probabilities. So I would say that, yeah, I believe there's a strong probability I am Ben Franklin reincarnated. And the more I come to um, resonate with that, the easier it is for he and I to work together. In other words, the kind of work we do increases in quality. Um, 
I don't want to take the whole show and talk about it. I could, but um, it's 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 that kind of a relationship with of a guide is actually being a former incarnation of the self, which is to me it just adds a little something extra to it than than other guides, you know. Absolutely. Thank you, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> Gwendolyn, what do you see as the benefits of connecting with your guides? What are some of the benefits? Um, for me, it's it's support. It's just it's being able to relax and to feel that there is um, just really relax into love and peace by feeling um, those and just being those as much as possible and knowing that there's very high level knowledge and information available for us that we can tap into if we just get out of our own way. That's what I was thinking as, as Greg was speaking. It's it's being able to get out of our own way. Absolutely. And what are some of the ways? Uh, what are some of your favorite ways to communicate with spirit or with your gods? Um, there's a lot of them. And again, um, others please feel free to chime in. For me, meditation is a huge one. Um, also, muscle testing, um, being able to use my own, my own body as a pendulum. Um, I do it by, by standing, and when I get quiet and tune in and ask a question, um, if spirit wants to tell me yes, I just involuntarily sway forward, just like using a pendulum, and I r- go backwards, um, sway backwards for no. And you get good at asking yes, no questions. At first I thought this is going to be too limited, but you get you get good at asking. Um, also auto writing, um, which Linda Bovis had done just a wonderful um, explanation of, of talking about auto writing, where you write a question um, at the top of a, a sheet of paper and just get quiet, meditate, and then don't take any thought. Just allow spirit to write, write through you. And you get some pretty profound um, realizations and you realize these are not ideas you could have come up with on your own, so they're very appreciated. Um, certainly hypnotherapy is a profound um, way for me to communicate and get in-depth information um, from spirit. That modality has been incredibly kind to me, which is why I trained um, as a past life regressionist myself. Um, again, oracle cards. I'm working with a channeler. Um, Greg has done some powerful um, channeling for me and for other clients and, and other friends is a fantastic way to get info. And just, again, trying to quiet your your busy brain down and get out in your water, um, be out in nature, do some yoga, just settle yourself down and you're able to communicate with spirit. I have something that I'd like to add. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Um, this is Darcy. I'd like to add something about the guides is that um, as, as part of my business, I, I have um, I work with Archangel Gabriel, who is the angel of communication, and then St. Francis, who's an ascended master's. But another thing that's been really fun for me is I have a cat, her name is Sammy, that crossed over in um, July of this year. And she came back, and she's a guide, and she just adds so much fun. She just kind of, you know, pops in at random times, and she gives some very profound information, very helpful, but she also jokes and plays with us a lot, and including for myself and my family, including my other animals. So that's been a lot of fun. So if you haven't considered having um, a pet, you know, a family pet as a guide, please do, because it's very true. It's very real. That's a great point, Darcy. Thank yeah, you, Dorothy. And, and, well, like Gwendolyn, I really like automatic writing also, as well as meditation. We have a call, Gwendolyn, from North Central Kentucky. Good evening, North Central Kentucky. Do you have a question or a comment for the show, for Gwendolyn? Apparently not. Apparently they're no longer here. Well, they were here for a moment. Maybe they'll come back. Maybe they just experienced some kind of technical interruption. Do you have resources to help listeners connect? What what are some of the resources that are available? Yes. Some of the things that were really helpful to me as I tried to um, connect with my guides, 
um, in addition to um, working through through Darcy initially and with the cards, Ted Andrews has a nice, simple, straightforward book on how to meet and work with your spirit guides. And I highly recommend that one um, for anybody that's starting out. Certainly you can Google it too, but you can get a little lost with conflicting info. So do recommend that book. Um, Bradley Nelson's, Dr. Nelson's The Emotion Code um, was super helpful to me to learn how to muscle test. That was the book that I learned from, um, and he just goes through a lot of um, nuances in that. So I was able to just hone it and hone it. And in the beginning, like anything else, it's a learning curve. I, I sure wasn't asking terrifically important questions because I just I wasn't quite sure how accurate it was, but I was able to work with it more and more and then just started getting the verifications because I could tie in muscle testing with meditating, with auto writing and, you know, with the hypnotherapy and just could really see the themes. And Doreen Virtue um, has a nice YouTube, she has many, but there's one called Meet Your Guardian Angels. And I think it's only about 10 minutes and that one was very helpful to me because I sensed angels around me and I just so wanted to thank them and to know more about who they were. So I was able to figure out who they were from that one. Well, I'm going to briefly recap those for our listeners. Ted Andrews got a meet work with spirit guides, Bradley Nelson's emotion code and Doreen virtue on YouTube, the YouTube video, meet your guardian angel. All of those sound like fantastic resources. Yes, well, hopefully people will find those helpful. Gwendolyn, let's talk a little bit about grounding, daily grounding, protection, clearing your energy field. Why a daily grounding? Tell us about that. Well, I didn't know um, what it was. This just was not even on my my radar. I had kind of a a late um, spiritual awakening um, starting four or five years ago when I was uh, 49, and I was taught via um, my spiritual teacher, Robin Alexis, how to do a daily grounding, protecting and clearing. And that has made the most profound um, difference in my life. Um, <laughs> they joke that we, we teach what we need to learn. Um, and that was very, very true for me. Um, and when you're able to ground and get your chakras unblocked too, it just makes a tremendous difference because you can get healthy, um, not only physically, but energetically, emotionally, just, uh-huh. just in every way, um, get much more balanced um, in your energy. And if you kind of visualize um, it as your chakras as a pyramid with that root um, at the base, the root needs to be the strongest because like a house, everything uh-huh. else is built on top of it. And when you're able to get that very healthy, uh, you can resolve all the the issues that people so often are dealing with, exhaustion, stress, weight gain, anger, depression, anxiety, a lack of clear focus, not feeling like they know what their their um, life purpose or soul mission is. Um, all, all those things can be resolved through getting very grounded and getting your chakras um, very happy and healthy. And different chakras correspond to different things, do they not? Pardon me? The different chakras correspond to different things, do they not? The, the kundalini, the, the life force, and all of the different chakras serve serve a different, slightly different purpose, don't they? Yes, they do, and they've they've all got to be they've all got to be healthy and balanced and 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 moving. And there's you know that would be a whole different um, show to do that, um, but. Yes, right, right. yes you're, you're absolutely right. Yeah, hey, Gwen, this Greg. Yes. What what message do you use for grounding? Do you have a specific me- meditation or something the, you use when you ground? The method I use for grounding, it's not meditation. I have to be up on my feet. And I do I do a couple things. The second I wake up and sit on the side of the bed, I invite my higher self down into my body and just feel that land and make sure I'm, I'm literally together for the day. And then I march on into the bathroom, and when I start grounding, I just do it barefoot, standing on the floor, 
and I have to get physical about it. Like I, I bend my knees and I feel myself ground from my sacral chakra, root chakra uh-huh. for men, down through my legs and down through the bottom of my feet through those joy tap roots. And I just go as far as I can down to, I visualize that magnetic core at the center of the earth, the fountain mm-hmm. of youth energy, pull that up through my body and really pull up my strength and support. Um, and then I just, I move all my chakras and I connect up to heaven. Um, so a lot, lot of arm waving involved in this. <laughs> you have so to it's, like, it's like a two-way thing. First you, you ground down, then you bring energy up. Yes. Yes, and I'm and I'm bringing, I'm I'm working to bring that that higher self down into me again, that mm-hmm. heaven on earth energy down into me, so I feel like I connect. And you can do, um, I'll often do the infinity loop too, like from my own heart down to the the core of Mother Earth, and then like back up to my body, which also helps ground that that Kundalini um, life force energy. So mm-hmm. it's just it's just getting me. I, I can't. Um, I tend to meditate lying down, and I can't ground particularly well laying down meditating. That that gets me up in my head more, more um, airy fairy, up in my upper chakras. So I have I, to I've ground always wanted down standing. to be down. Yeah, I agree. So, interesting. But that's, that's that's one of the things I do, and just being out in nature when you can get your feet in the grass or be near water, be near trees. It's super cold out. That's not always possible. But being able to like lean with your back against a tree can really mm-hmm. help you ground or literally hugging a tree. And I have to admit, I was one of those people who used to kind of make fun of folks for that and say, that's just not me. I'm just not a hippie. I'm just this you know, conservative MBA type. That's just not me. Well, guess what? It is me, <laughs> and it's very necessary, and it's very, very helpful. What are some of the I other techniques that. you recommend, Gwendolyn? I know water can, can come into play also. Yes. I mean, water is so powerful for, for so many things because it can help us connect um, spiritually, spiritually, too. A lot of folks feel like, gee, if I could just be as brilliant as I am those you know, 10 minutes in the shower every morning, um, for the rest of the day, <laughs> that can be your your great ideas for the day because the spirit really coming in. Um, so that that can be very very important. Aligning with your higher self twice a day. Is there a ritual for that also? I just literally invite my higher self in as I'm sitting on on the side of the bed in the morning before I get up, and then I I do it again the minute I step into. Um, the bathroom, and I invite my higher self into my body before I go to sleep at night, and just um, you know make sure I'm I'm feeling um, good and good and together. It's just it's just asking to be the best of you and inviting um, that part because a, a lot of folks picture once they understand we don't incarnate with all our energy, they picture their higher self at home. Well, that that's great, and I agree we've always got part of our energy at home and we need to, but I want my higher self here. I don't want my higher self to be separated and divorced from me up in heaven. Wouldn't wouldn't you all rather deal with my higher self now? <laughs> mhm. <laughs> and we have a new caller to the show. Good evening, Northeast Texas. Good evening. Do you have a question or a comment for Gwendolyn? No, not yet. All right. Well, if you do, she's here, and she'll be more than happy to answer any question or comment that you have. Certainly. Gwendolyn, do you think protection is necessary for everyone? I do. Um, I think it's simply a best practice. I I think everyone should brush their teeth every day. (laughs) I think everyone should protect their energy. Our energy is very precious. It's completely unique to us. Um, you know, many of us are working very hard on it to be as as um, clear as we can in our energy. And I think it's something you have to do from a strength, from a place of strength. You cannot protect, um, in my experience or opinion, from a place of fear. If you're trying to do it from a place of fear, 
it's kind of too late and you're just you're you're in a you're in a tough spot you gotta you gotta dig out of um a little bit first so that's why i just i protect my energy every day um just like brushing my teeth and flossing my teeth strength versus fear what about archangel michael tell us a little about uh, the predictions that, that you have learned from him um, Archangel Michael is absolutely fantastic, and so many of us are blessed to work with him, and I love um, how he's able to work with an absolutely infinite number of people. There's no, you know, there's no shortage, there's no, there's no arguing, it's not like, I have them today, you can't have them today, you know, that's not the situation, um, and he just is marvelous with his calm strength and just being able to do things like protect us, to cut cords of attachment, um, to help us disentangle from karma and things that we don't need anymore. Um, so I call on him um, quite frequently. I call on him daily um, to be with me and to protect me. And that keeps me out of what I call my, um, my, my, my fight energy, my, my um, angry energy that we can get into at times. Um, and he just helps me. When I feel protected by him, why would I need to be fussing or fighting? It's taken care of in a very powerful, very beautiful way for me by someone else who does it better than I do. Wow. I was just kind of curious, Do you, when you are, well, conversing with these guides, are you actually speaking with them, or are they just rather speaking in your head, or... Uh, um, some, telepathically, or how does it come through? Sometimes I'll do it aloud, but not not necessary. You know, sometimes when I'm alone in my car, <laughs> or you know, when I'm alone, sure, you can you can feel more more power and more clarity by speaking aloud. But often it's just it's just you know quietly to myself, telepathically inside my own head. Um, it doesn't need to be doesn't need to be out loud, aloud. And particularly, um, protection can be so appreciated and vital before you go to big events before you go into crowds before you go traveling a lot of folks who are connected spiritually and are waking up are very sensitive are are empaths are high sensitives and those can be difficult events for them so when you get grounded and when you feel protected you're just more centered and you're then able to do those things in a much more calm, flawless way and have positive interactions with people. Gwendolyn, do you think people ever need to clear their own energy? And how do they do so? Absolutely. If you, and some of the, some of the clues that you need to clear your own energy, um, in my opinion, are if you're feeling angry or if you're tearful or just really super frustrated, and it's out of proportion to what's what's going on. Um, if you're not feeling like yourself or feeling beside yourself, if you've ever literally felt um, felt at the end of your rope and like you're beside yourself, you can just ask, is this my energy? Just get quiet and ask yourself, ask your guides, is this my energy? Is this someone else's or is this a combination? Is another one of... Um, Robin Alexis's techniques, you will hear an answer. And if it's not your own energy, if it's someone else's or a combination, clear it. Um, I just use a simple prayer that I can uh, say for you in, in a moment. But particularly, again, for empaths, for healers, including hypnotherapists, you've got to be able to um, clear your own energy as you need to. I just do it every day. Again, a best practice. And the more I do that, the less I get into emergencies, the less I get into um, bad situations energetically where I'm really um, suffering with, with having picked up some energy from someone else. Um, and it's the longer you wait to clear it and the less effective you are at clearing it, the more likely you are to need someone else to help you or need to get a healer to hire a healer. I want to be able to self-maintain. I want to be able to prevent and just be at a very steady, um, steady, sovereign state at as high a vibration as I can be. 
There's something called Mystic Radio, too, that helps with energy clearing, rebalancing. Robin Alexis, uh, a Reiki healer. Yes, yes. And one of the, the powerful things that Robin can do is help people balance their energy, clear their energy. And she just teaches a really um, simple prayer that you can use to clear yourself. You can use it as a house blessing. And what um, what she taught me is to just, um, again, get quiet um, and to just state three times, um, thank you, angels, for sweeping your nets up to the core of Mother Earth, removing from me any energy that is not mine or is mine in combination with someone else's and returning it to source immediately for healing now. So just doing some version of that three times, and at the end of it, I just simply say, um, it's done, so be it. I'm going to often um, add, thank you, God, but that's just, that's just my option. I sometimes also ask to remove anything that's not for my highest and holiest, um, because if it's not, why, you know, why do I want it? I've, I've outgrown it. I can move it out. So, yes, Robin is a, a great resource, and she's got a radio program on Wednesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, and she has a website that folks can visit at Robin, R-O-B-I-N, Alexis, A-L-E-X-I-S dot com. It has the call-in numbers for the radio show, um, and what she can do in four minutes, um, which is what she allows approximately um, per caller, it's nothing short of a miracle at times. I have received profound um, assistance um, in healing for myself and loved ones and family members. And often folks, when they call in, they're either receiving a surrogate healing that's not only for them but will benefit others, or uh-huh. it's just by listening to the show. And you can call up archives from um, old shows for free on her website too. Um, those can also um, be very profound um, for you in receiving the healing that you need. So that, that's a powerful, um, she is a powerful resource. And another one is um, Ainsley McLeod um, is a wonderful um, local psychic in the Seattle area. And he's written um, a powerful book. He's written several, but my favorite is Heal Your Past Life Fears. And I like it as a CD or an MP3 because of his voice. He has what's called a healing voice. Um, and just hearing that Scottish accent, I could just listen to him um, forever. It's just profound with those 10 past life fears that he um, cites for people that he's seen again and again in clients and the antidotes because I'm not interested in problems and fears and negative without a solution, without a recommendation, without an antidote, which is why I don't watch the news. <laughs> Greg, Darcy, and anyone else uh, have any more uh, questions uh, for Gwendolyn? If not, I'm going to move on to the beginning and enhancing benefits of meditation. Tell us a little about those, uh, if you would, Gwendolyn. Um, I was I was um, late to learn to meditate, too, and I, I can't believe how I dragged my feet. It's really kind of hysterical now because it's one of my favorite things to do. I only learned in the spring of um, 2013, and I do see meditation as a practice, something you continue um, to work with and and enjoy um, more and more. Um, For me, it helped me tame what I would call monkey mind, just an overly busy um, left brain, just kind of a a high-stress anxiety kind of energy. And meditation, it just helps us slow down and heal um, our DNA at a cellular cellular level and Uh be able to hear our guides, hear spirit, reduce stress. It can improve cognitive ability. It can help us feel more loving, um, feel more peace and more joy. There's studies showing, too, um, when you meditate, it can help you lose weight have more and better energy, improve sleep, um, improve your relationships because you can meditate higher self to higher self. And if you're just at an impasse, I don't care if it's with your boss or your neighbor or your former spouse, everyone has a higher self, the best of them. 
just just act as if you can connect with them like you're picking up a cell phone, start your meditation, and ask to speak with so-and-so. And it takes a little bit of practice. Um, Darcy, again, is the one who taught me how to do this. It takes a little bit of practice, but you'll know when you reach that person because you know that energy. And when you start to hear and feel solutions come in, they're not, that were not possible before. It's very powerful and I'm very, very grateful for it. Um, and again, it's just an incredible connection with spirit. And you can really move into uh, a stage of bliss um, and a lot of, a lot of joy, um, enjoying that, that meditation and just getting, um, I don't want to say control of your life. I'm looking for the right phrase. Enjoying life more. Gwendolyn, how often do you do you recommend that someone meditate? What if they're busy? What if they feel like they're too busy? What what do you recommend? Well, there's a joke about that. If you're too busy um, to meditate, you need to meditate longer. <laughs> you know, folks, folks are folks are fussing, saying, "I can't even fit in five minutes." Well, what that means is you need to meditate for half an hour. <laughs> so um, it's just. You just have to make it not be a task, just be a normal part of life. Just meditate for five or ten minutes, maybe when you're just starting to wake up in the morning. If you've got a few minutes to lie there, if you don't have to bolt out of bed immediately when the alarm blares, that's a perfect time to do it because you're in that, you know, halfway zone. It's it's like a hypnotic um, trance state where you're half awake, half asleep, and your resistance is down. So just make it a habit. Or if you don't fall asleep super quickly, um, meditate a little bit as you're falling asleep because it can just set you up for really great sleep. Um, you can also just, you can meditate, you know, to, on a certain schedule or time. Whatever works for you, but even five minutes can, can really, really change things. And if you're just um, struggling and you don't feel like you're, you're connecting, um, you can look at the location where you're meditating. And in the beginning, I was kind of like trying out all different places all over my house. And I, I was trying to meditate like I was taught, sitting up very straight in a chair and, you know, sitting there listening to this guided meditation, which I had to do at my computer, which was in my dining room by the front door. This is not a conducive place. <laughs> so I realized to just take that guided meditation that I started with onto my phone and to just go relax and lay down on my bed and give up on this, oh, you have to do it a certain way and just do what felt right. And that made a big difference for me and I was able to um, to um, start enjoying it more and connecting better. And also, if you can meditate in person, in groups here and there, that can be powerful because both the group energy um, is is very different. You just connect up higher and more profoundly, and just it's just much easier. Plus, being in places where a lot of meditating's been done, like a meditation center, or it can be a church if you're comfortable there, or a yoga center. You know, wherever you can find um, those sorts of places can make a big difference. Where you start feeling like you're connecting um, and just enjoy it more. Absolutely. Gwendolyn, in the chat room, we have Becky Marie Glackenbuchko, and she says, Hello, Gwendolyn Rose. We'd like to thank you on this show for the amazing regression session. It was life-changing. Oh, well, I'm so glad you're here, Becky. That's fantastic to hear. You did such amazing, brave work, so it just was wonderful. Thank you for um, having me um, have the privilege of doing that session with you. Becky oh, this is, is amazing. Darcy. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Go ahead. I'd like to Darcy. second that. I would really like to second that because I've worked with Gwendolyn a couple of times, a couple of um, past life regression and regression healing sessions, and they were extremely helpful. Um, they validated and supported me. They gave me the support I was looking for, and they helped me to feel so confident moving forward with my choices. And then Gwendolyn has this really, you know, wonderful ability to help you just pull up these, these insights and 
of your chosen, you know, your career, your gifts, and put it all together. She really has a gift in this area, and she's compassionate and patient, and she just really helps with that clarity and, and resolution, and it's one of the most powerful things I've done. So I'm extremely grateful to you, Gwendolyn, for that. Oh, well, thank you, Darcy. And again, absolutely, absolutely a privilege. And you just do um, such such powerful work with your healing, too. And I'm just thrilled to have um, something that I can, can offer back to folks because I had received so much healing um, and such great insights from so many people, including from Robin, from Greg, from you, um, from Becky also. And it's just, it's really great to be able to um, offer something in return that I enjoy so much. Well, you're wondering Gwendolyn, Gwendolyn, what about those people who, for one reason or the other, they just can't settle down, maybe they feel unsafe? What can you recommend for them? Um, a couple of things, and I was one of those people. I was one of those annoying, just jump all over the place, just super high energy, just kind of like overly, overly nervous energy. Um, number one, um, I didn't realize for a while, but it's a great, Thing to just call in protection before you meditate um, because it just helps you settle down because I kept going through these what if this and what if that and it just takes that um, nonsense and, and puts it aside um, I'm sorry I shouldn't say nonsense I don't mean to be disrespectful to others and speaking about myself um, but it just it helped me settle down and some folks need to do walking meditations. There are folks who do powerful um, walking meditations by walking in the woods for an hour. And that absolutely is, is a form of meditation. So it doesn't have to be about sitting cross-legged on the floor and you know pressing your fingers together and just chanting for an hour. Meditation can be many things. Um, but it does get easier. Just stick with it. I couldn't meditate um, freeform. I had to listen to the guided ones in the beginning, um, and then I was able to increase the length. I couldn't even go five minutes in the beginning. I would be writing my grocery list. I was just really um, could not focus, could not stick with it well, and was so antsy. And I thought it was the longest five minutes in the world. Um, And then here... A year later, I went and did an entire weekend meditation and thought, oh, my gosh, why is it over already? <laughs> so as you stick with it, it just gets easier and more, more fun and more powerful, which is why it's a meditation practice. And there's resources available, too. There's something called the Ananda Meditation Center, isn't there? Yes, um, that's where I went originally. Um, It just kept coming up for me. Different healers kept gently recommending, um, you really need to learn to meditate. Meditation's coming through very strongly for you. Um, And I was fortunate. I mentioned that to a friend, and she was interested too. And she discovered to our surprise that there was the world-renowned, world-known Ananda Meditation Center was, oh, 15 minutes from our houses, and we had no idea. Um, and th- there may be one near you. When you start looking a little bit, you'll be surprised what resources you find. And they've got a nice website um, at ananda, A-N-A-N-D-A-W-A dot org is the Washington one, but it's it's a international um, organization, I believe. But they've got a 10-minute guided meditation um, on their website, and that was what I started with. They have a 5-minute, a 10-minute, a 20-minute, a 30-minute, because varying the lengths can be helpful too. And if you don't care for that one, look on YouTube. Just Mm -hmm. find a voice you like, find an energy you like, and just start working with it. And then you're able to work to the place where you don't need a tape anymore. You don't need a guided meditation. You're able to do it yourself. But it's getting that mind to quiet down and getting to that that kind of that restful place of nothing and just returning to it, returning to it, returning to it. And then you move to, or at least I move to, a next stage, being able to do that quickly and then being able to get down to business with meditation, meaning I could communicate with guides 
and say, hey, what should I do, be doing about this? What should I be doing about this? What's the priority? What's the next step? Or sometimes I'll just go into meditation and say, hey, I'm beat. I just need, would so appreciate uh-huh. relaxation, would so appreciate my batteries being recharged because I'm running on empty. So you can have different purposes at different times. So that's, that's one resource. Just look around locally. Often there's yoga centers that also um, have meditation or sometimes there's a meetup group or it can be through a church. There's just so many um, places once you start looking a little bit. And I hear from folks again and again, oh, there's nothing near me. There's nothing in my area. I dispute that. I really do. Not in today's Internet age. Not. Oh, right. Folks, there's so many resources folks, online so, now with the Internet. Yeah. 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 Folks just don't know where to look, and I understand that. I didn't either until one of my friends said, hey, you know that building with the purple roof? That's a meditation center. We need to go learn how to meditate. Um, so, again, YouTube, Google, searching Amazon for books on how to meditate. Don't get overwhelmed. Don't fuss with, I've got to pick out the perfect one or which of these 50. Just trust yourself. Just choose one and it's going to be the right one and just work with that one. And there's also um, my favorite um, resource is called, it's a book. Um, it's really a, more than that. It's a path to ascension called The Seven Sacred Flames by Mm -hmm. Aurelia Louise Jones. And the meditations in it are just incredibly powerful. Um, And I can do those again and again and again. And because I find it hard to read them in the book, you can just take them for yourself and listen to yourself um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and just kind of guide yourself through it that way. Most of us have smartphones or, or, you know, inexpensive MP3 recorder for 29 bucks. Just get yourself some little recording tool of some sort or an app on your laptop or whatever and just be able to do some of this work real simply. Absolutely. Okay, Gwendolyn, tell us about raising your vibration. Tell us about that. Tell us about 5D. Mm -hmm. Well, that's that's my favorite subject. I was very surprised um, the first time I encountered um, Ashtar from the Ashtar Command And what I learned was I had a contract with them that they um, do this wonderful work to help protect me and and guide me and that we had a contract for me to help others um, raise their vibration and and move up to um, 5D. And my belief is we're all capable of that. Um, 5D is simply the fifth spiritual dimension, also known as as New Earth. It's it's Mm -hmm. not a place. Fifth spiritual dimension, New Earth, yes. Right. It's not so much a place as as a vibration, as a frequency. Mm-hmm. Um, so what 5D is um, to me, it's that place of love and peace. Uh, it's the feminine Aquarian age that Earth moved to with a shift on December 21st, 2012. And I really feel it's important for everyone to raise their vibration to 5D or higher, not only to be happy and healthy and have an enjoyable life now, but to be able to return to Earth after we all drop our current bodies um, because that will, that will occur at some point. Um, so I learned what the steps were. Some folks move up to 5D and higher without being conscious of it, and that's great. Mm-hmm. I was given a conscious, you know, here's the steps, one, two, three, four, because of of the contract to be able to um, help others do it and to teach it. So do you have time, Rich, for me to, to lay those Ab- steps out? Absolutely, I do. I'd love for you to go into the, the steps that, that are needed to move to 5D. Perfect. Well, what, what you need to do um, is, number one, is align with your higher self, um, which we've talked about, and that is the necessary um, first step. Just invite um, that that higher self down into your body. Um, your higher self will enjoy the physicality, and you'll you'll enjoy that increased support and knowledge. And you then um, second step is to transmute your karma, and to be able to um, work work the antidotes and, and learn any lessons necessary, and just cut those cut those old cords. And then open your kundalini um, life force energy fully. 
and is necessary to be able to move up to 5D and beyond. And then to receive a sound healing um, from source is the next stage that happens. And you're then able to uh, move up to 5D. You kind of move back and forth through these stages. It's not like you do one thing and never do it again. But it's, it's analogous to um, other, other um, big processes where you move back and forth through the stages. Mm-hmm. Hello. I hear some technical difficulties. Hello. Jeff. Good evening. Uh, something happened. I don't know. There was a <clears throat> a, bl- a loud boom, and then she was. Well, there may have been a technical difficulty if we did briefly. Lose Wendelin, I I feel like she's no, going back I'm, in. No, I'm still here. I'm still oh, here. Right. I think it was just someone else was, was signing off. All right. Well, if you want to pick up where you left off, I know you had talked about sound attenuation from the source, and, yes. and I wanted to ask you about that. Go ahead. Yes. Well, the the examples of, of um, a little bit of how-to on, on each is, you align with that that higher self for protection and and knowledge and support, and I allow my higher self to run triage for me because again I see it as the best of me, um, and just ask to be my higher self every day, one day at a time, um, and to just help me move more toward enlightenment, help me return to the light that we all come from. So those are just um, some of the things that come to mind as I, I think about my higher self and and um, aligning with my higher self. And on the topic of karma, we are able to again get as involved, or or it can be as simple um, as it needs to be. But I went through a process and specifically had my karma identified for me by a spiritual numerologist. But Mm -hmm. a simple way to do it is wherever you're having the most challenges, if you have any karma at all, not everyone does, but I I did personally. And for example, um, my karma was for being a heartbreaker and for abusing power. Uh So those were the two areas where I had some lessons to learn um, Uh and had to ask for forgiveness. Um, from from certain people, um, you know, some on Earth and some some of them physically 3D. I, I needed to talk with them. Others I did it higher self to higher self meditation, and others um, I did it through meditation because they're they're not incarnated at this point. But just being uh-huh. able to express gratitude, um, to uh-huh. learn and work those antidotes, and then to cut the cords was the process I went through with the karma. And since I went through um, through a, a fair amount of work with that over about a year's time, since then I've added it simply as a question with all my um, past life regression clients, and I go through a process and ask if they have any karma that does not serve them in this lifetime, um, are they ready to cut those cords and just have that be transmuted and resolved, and we just take care of it on the spot. And every single client, um, some really hesitated, some had to do some work to write with me on the spot to get through it, but every single client has been able to say yes um, and to accept that, that, great, that great gift um, from spirit and, and be done with it. So that's, that's the main um, pieces there. With, with the Kundalini, um, to me, it is very important that we be grounded. I just I can't emphasize that enough because as we increase our vibration um, and go up higher, it's like it's like if you picture um, a, a triangle sitting on the ground with the largest part on the ground. That triangle mm-hmm. is going to be a lot stronger if it's actually yeah. a diamond and half of it is under the ground. Right. So it's just right pushing our energy down and asking to connect and to ground. Um, as I described earlier, 
because otherwise... Kind of the image of, of, of an iceberg comes to mind. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what's, what's the statistic with an iceberg? 90% of it's underground? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So some people, the old adage, location, 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 yours would be ground, ground, ground. Yes. I don't think you can ground too much. I've never met an overly grounded person. <laughs> and I don't think you can clear your energy or protect your energy too much. Again, as a best practice and as a as a joyful experience, not doing it from a place of fear. Um, but kundalini, um, it's, a, it's a misunderstood concept. And it can be um, extremely, it is extremely powerful. And our whole, our whole four-body system, meaning our physical, our mental, emotional, and spiritual, has to be readied for us to move up to 5D and beyond. And kundalini yoga or kundalini meditation can be a fantastic way um, to safely prepare your whole, your whole um, four-body system to bring in a lot more life force energy um, and just have it be very grounded, um, very uplifting, very safe. Well, you know, this shift to 5D is so exciting. Could you tell us what occurs at 5D? Yes. Um, what occurs at 5D after you receive that um, sound attenuation as, as the fourth step is your heart chakra opens and opens. And you receive a lot of healing. And that's how you're able to feel love and peace toward all of mankind. You are assigned an ascended master for daily assistance. That absolutely blows my mind. I had no idea me, you know, average Joe, me, could reach an ascended master and could have daily assistance. And same thing to be able to work with angels and archangels on a daily basis. That just blows my mind. That is possible. It's, it's recommended um, for everyone. And your, your upper chakras, we have seven chakras um, in our body, but chakras 8 through 12 come in above your crown chakra and connect you um, more, up to, more up to home, more up to heaven. And also there's, there's a lower chakra system kind of below your feet grounding you down into the earth. So we're just, we're just amazing um, energetic creatures in a lot of ways. But getting that daily assistance as your light really increases, that's again, is why it's so important to ground and protect and to clear it daily because um, you're, you're going to need to, um, frankly. It's, it's a very important part of the process. And I understand that even beyond 5D, there's the 6D realm of light, the 7D, the angels. What can you tell us about the other dimensions, the other realms? Um, yes. I didn't spend a lot of time um, in 4D. I think of 4D as, as mass consciousness, um, and I wasn't, um, wasn't particularly fond of that energy, so I moved as quickly as I could into 5D. Um, mm-hmm. From 5D... Once you reach that and get stable, because you've got to get, you got to get, you got to get stable. It's 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 different. It's wonderful, but you may have some challenges too. So you've got to get really rock solid. From there, you can go anywhere. You no longer have to work sequentially. You don't have to go 60, 70, 80, 90. You can start to move around um, and go to other realms of of light. 7D is known for being the home of the angels. Um, so folks who are angel communicators um, or folks like Darcy who've worked with the angels since they were children or folks like Doreen Virtue. I think Doreen's published over 50 books on the angels and is the most recognized authority on them. Um, spend a lot of time in that dimension, I would think. Yes, 12D. Yes. I, I'm familiar with and love um, because of doing the Stargate Meditation Weekend. And listeners are invited to go to stargatesinternational.com. And for free, you can do, I think they have 18 recorded, um, it's a teleconference, and you can listen to their meditations. That's another fantastic way to learn to meditate 
even brand new people. My mom went with me that weekend. She'd never meditated in her life. She went just on the Friday night intro, and she was able to meditate for the first time and said, oh, that was kind of fun. I'll try that again. And you can do it from home using those um, guided meditations on their website. What's it 12D? Yes. What's there specifically? It's home to the ascended masters. It is Mm -hmm. home to the archangels, home Mm -hmm. to Pan and the nature spirits, the Hathers, the Palladians. Um, So there's just fantastic energy there. Um, And then some folks are able to reach as high as 15D. I believe that's the highest mankind is capable of going at this time. Other folks, too, there's folks who... um, I'll be blunt, there's folks who are are struggling and they just, they're not happy with their earth experience and they can't find enough of a way to improve it easily this lifetime. I still encourage you to raise your vibration, get to 5D, and then you can decide to go home very easily, very painlessly, um, and, and folks are going to experience more more walk-ins because there's so many souls that want to come down that there's not enough folks here on earth. There's not enough bodies. So there's going to be some swapping going on, um, in my opinion, which I know is controversial, but that's something I, I see that's going to be coming up. Well, Gwendolyn, as we move toward the close of our show, Becky in the chat room has a couple more comments that I want to share with you. She sure. says, the work you do in our reincarnation group in steering others toward the help they need is amazing. Oh, and that's so nice to hear. Isn't it, though? Isn't it? And then she says, the most important thing I have discovered as I delve deeper into the metaphysical is that almost everything is possible. Yes, that's very true. And big kudos to Becky for having started that group. Um, a big shout out um, for folks who are interested in these topics to go to Facebook and find the Reincarnation and Past Life Memories group because it's over 8,000 members strong and Becky and the other administrators do a phenomenal job with it. It's a support system for a lot of people. It's a privilege to be there. Gwendolyn, I want to thank you for being my guest tonight and I look forward to having you back on again in the future. Well, thank you, Rich. If you have one final comment to send out to our listeners tonight, what would it be? Um, I really encourage people to just follow your heart, trust your instincts and act on them, and work to raise your vibration. Um, Sabrina Reber has written a powerful workbook called Raise Your Vibration and has a Facebook page. So that, in addition to the Seven Sacred Flames, can be incredibly helpful. And I'm right at the point where... I'm getting ready to soon launch my website and we'll be doing um, private phone sessions with folks um, for a one-hour session to help um, coach them how to raise their vibration or attract their, their soulmate or to help tune up what their life purpose and soul mission is. So I'm looking forward to um, launching that as well as to launching a new book. Um, I'll be launching a prequel to The Flow Plymouth Plantation on Amazon very soon. Wow, we can't wait to see and hear more about that, Gwen. Thank you so much again. And for all of our callers who called in, for all of our listeners, I want to wish everyone a great evening and a happy new year. Good night. Yes, happy new year, everyone. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.